0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello and welcome to the CrazeCast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow host Jay and Amber. Hi everybody. Hi guys. To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube the Craze. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons that helped make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brienne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Magazine to check out all the great perks that we have for our members. So how's everybody doing? It's been another rough week, I feel like.
0: Oh, yes. Very rough. But we're glad you're back. We missed you. I know. Welcome
1: back. Thank you. I got food poisoning or something. I was, like, knocked the fuck out for two days. It was the worst.
0: Everyone, always triple check what's in your food at restaurants.
2: Yes, please do. Don't want to have an allergic reaction to anything.
1: Life is so hard with food allergies, for real.
0: See, with mine, I recently grew into this one like right around freshman year of college
1: see that's the thing I too I have like a a gluten allergy it like doesn't kill me if I eat it but it's something that develops over time so just as you get older more and more things like you just can't have them okay so uh for today's discussion we're gonna go into something that I always found particularly fascinating um and I actually wrote uh, the article we're gonna discuss back in 2017 for one of our monthly issues. Um, So I took a deep dive into South Korea's cult phenomenon. So when I say the word cult, what sort of comes
2: to your guys' mind? Like super closed minded group of thinking, kind of also very extreme to an extent.
1: Like, the UFO cults. Okay, like, I'll be honest. I listen to a podcast about cults. Like, I research this shit all the time. Charlie Manson is, like, the biggest one that people know because he managed to convince a group of girls to murder someone, uh, specifically an actress that was pregnant. For those that don't know, it was a big deal at the
2: time. <laughs> those genocides that happen, like ah, Jonestown. People. Yeah, like, stuff like that. I think of that, or... Um movement or following like wasn't there one recently I don't know what it is where I think they were some sort of like sex cult or like there's a whole branding involved that came into light more recently in years right something like that
1: yeah I mean when you think of cults in the United States you think of some like absolute out there crazy stuff uh like occultism um really weird sort of counterculture kind of things
0: all my brain is doing is thinking of that meme where the guy goes we're here for the cult stuff everybody's stuck in the house being
1: bored like cult things are really interesting in like the way that it's like a car wreck but you can't look away from it
2: yeah i have to agree it's just like one of those things like once you like start listening or reading into it you're like whoa like there's so many things going on here like you're not a follower of it but it's just like there's a magnetic pull like you want to just keep knowing more
0: for me cults are a little touchy uh because in korea there there there's an abundance of them and specifically our first covid wave was brought on by a cult
1: Yeah, that was uh, an interesting thing because I wrote this article back in 2017 before all of this started. So um, it's actually well known. I believe it was based on they did like contact tracing over there, right? And the first like really, really big like outbreak of COVID was narrowed down to one person. Um, I believe it was in Daegu, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, they were a part of a church and everyone put church in quotation marks that is known for their cult-like activity.
1: Yeah, so, like, if people didn't have an issue with it before, now they really do because they're, like, it was a ridiculous statistic that this one person infected thousands of people because of, like, the contacts, contact tracing. It's wild. Um, And Daegu had it really, really bad, if I remember correctly, when it first started. Like, they were not having a good time. Seoul did okay. Um, with the first wave, but Daegu was really taking a hard hit.
0: Most of the first wave was in Daegu. right now we 're in like our third wave, and it's mostly the northeast side of the country. Um, but the whole thing with Daegu is it's where the main part of that church is located. and that church, in quotation marks we're just going I'm just going to call it a cult from now on, um, has locations in every city or in majority of cities and their followers were instructed by the cult leader to lie and to not follow instructions and to invade invade like evade the contact tracers um like some lady like bit her husband and ran away and it was it was a wild time what the f so the thing
1: that is so fascinating um about this cult phenomenon in korea is that cults in korea are very different from what the western definition is at least on the surface um so there is such like a big issue with it there's so many of them um because it's they're under the name of church usually um and even though you know they have the title as a church that it's not like they're not usually straight Christian. Um, a lot of these these cults uh, bring in elements of all the major religions in Korea. So Korea does not have like a, you know, major like religious population necessarily um, or like a state religion or anything, but Christianity definitely has um, the most following at about 28 percent of the population uh and then comes buddhism which is about 15 percent and then uh there's the traditional shamanism um that you know you've probably seen or heard about if you watch k-dramas they show like they show scenes of people going to see shamans to get like predictions about life stuff like that so these cults tend to take um different practices from all three of those uh and put them together and that's sort of what makes makes it kinda known if it's just like a church or if they're starting to go over the edge.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. A big thing here though, um, especially if you're a foreigner, you're like you're like cult bait in Korea. Word of advice, if two Korean young people approach you speaking fluent English and invite you to a like a lecture about Korean history don't go don't go it's it's the cult stuff there's a lot of
1: really cool uh people on the internet foreigners especially um have made videos on youtube i've even seen stuff on tiktok um, detailing uh their experiences with these i would call the bait, like they're these cult members that go into very very popular cities and popular areas in those cities uh one place that they talk about where a lot of these encounters happen is in Hongdae. Um, just because there's so many foreigners that tend to go there to hang out. Yep,
0: they'll approach you if you're by yourself.
1: Yeah, so I've watched some of these videos um, and there was one, one girl, um, I believe her YouTube name is Kenny JD. Um, she's a black girl that was in Korea and she was talking about how she went shopping by herself. Uh, she went to like the cacao store um, And when she came out, these two Korean girls approached her um, and said, oh, look, you have a Ryan case. Where did you get that? And she's, you know, standing right outside of the cacao store, which self-explanatory. And they started asking her for directions. So that's another big one. Uh, If you're a foreigner um, and some Korean people come up to you and ask you for directions rather than, you know, somebody that's native, Uh, that's a pretty big red flag but they started asking her if she'd ever been to a place called a land i think is what they were saying um and they tend to be really really pushy and try to get you to a secondary location which you should never do um but they also scam people that way besides you know trying to get you involved in cult activities they sometimes take your money
2: but i feel like that's like i think that's a worldwide thing where like They'll try to get you in a secluded place. But, like, I guess lesson learned is that if you're going to be traveling in a foreign country, I mean, it's cool if you do want to go alone, but, like, try not to be in big places by yourself, please. Like, have some sort of buddy system in place or, like, I hope you know somebody in that city that you are um, touring with. Just I mean, yeah, just be safe because you never know who's going to approach you or anything. I did want to say, though, when I was in Korea, I did notice a lot more churches around. And I'm like, I thought Korea wasn't this heavily religious. I'm seeing a lot of churches wherever I go. What? Aside from, like, the, you know, the main big cathedral in Myeongdong?
0: Um that's like a common misconception like parts of Korea were settled by missionaries.
1: Yeah, if you study the history, I mean there was not like a major religion for a long time or there's not a state religion, but um when they did start allowing westerners in, the westerners basically sent Christian missionaries
0: there to convert people and it worked pretty well. Like parts of Daegu, ironically where the the cult church is from, is like they have like missionaries' houses, like, memorialized that you can go and visit. It's kind of creepy.
1: So, Amber, I'm curious, while we're on the topic of, like, foreigners being approached, has that ever happened to you or anybody that you know?
0: Several times, and it's always funny. I would like a story. I'm interested. Um, do you want the one where I actually played along, or do you want the one where I gave them joke phone numbers?
1: The plate along sounds interesting. What's the tea on that one?
0: Okay, so I had actually just gotten to Korea. I was by myself in the grocery store, and I was like, I need to get food. So I'm I'm standing in the aisle looking at a – I don't remember what the jar was, but it looked like something from home, and I was Papa going to make sure it was what I thought it was because, you know – food allergies and things um and this girl approached me like flawless english and goes can i help you and i'm like yeah do you is this blah 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 and oh she's like oh yeah uh do you like this food and i'm like yeah and i just put it in my basket um, and then we start talking and she like follows me around the shop and i'm just like oh she's just trying to be nice in my head but in the back of my head i'm like the fuck is this chick? And by the time I'm done with my grocery shopping, she's like, Oh, well, we should be friends. Here's my cacao information. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Cause you know, I just got to Korea. I want to make friends in my new city. And we talk back and forth. And we like get to know each other. We have dinner a couple times. And one day she asks if I want to get coffee with her. And I'm just like, Okay, sure. So I get coffee and we sit and we chat and then she brings up something called the world peace summit, which is, is cold stuff. And I was like, Oh, I've never heard of it. Can you tell me about it? And she starts chatting, like she starts telling me about the event and how it's all these young people who get together. And she like, once she's done explaining, she goes, Oh, we're out of drinks. Do you want some more? And I'm like, yeah. Can you get me in that, another like iced latte? And she's like, I got it. And she goes, and I Google it, and I find out it's it's the cult stuff. It's this like religious, like to be fair, all religions are cults, but um, it's like this gathering of young people where this overly exuberant pastor says, like, all the young people are going to bring world peace if you just follow my plan. Blah blah blah, and that's when I started asking her about things and tying her brain into a knot to the point where she goes, I'm sorry, I have to go now. It was great. It was a great time. Oh, my God. So you just like. Wild.
1: <laughs> so you just like. So did you like question everything she was saying to the point that she couldn't answer you straight? Yep. And then she was just like, peace out.
0: Yep. She's like, well, it's time for me to go.
1: You were too difficult. She gave up because you were t- <laughs> you were too difficult to try to indoctrinate.
0: Exactly, because I'm just like, but what about this? But what about this? But but what about this? As someone who grew up in the church and left it, you, it, I'm I'm really hard to reindoctrinate. Sorry, cults.
1: I okay. So can you answer this for me? Why do they target foreigners specifically?
0: who else would you target? People who are lonely and brand new in a country who probably want to make friends who speak their own language? Okay, that makes sense.
1: Because, I mean, I can't say I've ever had a similar experience anywhere else.
2: You know what I mean? And Not to that extent. I don't recall. But, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever experienced this on your college campuses where there's, like, people who come and just, like... With those people and those booklets, like, I'm just like, they just chill on campus because obviously we can't kick them off because they do have the freedom to, you know, freedom of speech and everything like that. But it's just like, what? Or I don't know about you guys. For me, on my college campus, there was this group that was heavily against abortion that they put up like these billboard sized displays of it on campus. And it was just like, what in the world? And they have a megaphone and they were going after people. Like, I think that would probably be the closest experience I've had. I was never like targeted, but like walking, seeing it and passing, you know, that was just like,
1: Yeah, I think the only thing I could relate to was um, when I was on campus anytime at my college, I always had headphones in. um, And sometimes I would have to cross when these people were out. And somebody, the people, they were very aggressive. Um, So I remember one time somebody just like shoved a Bible in my face, like a mini Bible. And I just like took it and ran away and then threw it in the trash can when I was out of sight.
0: (laughs) Another common way in Korea that the the cults try to target people is um by offering free language exchange there's a global center in my city that's known for offering free korean classes and this didn't happen to me but it happened to one of my friends she started attending like the classes and then they invited her to dinner and then a movie where they asked her to watch a, like a super religious movie about like the twelve tribes, and then with a the little research we discovered it—it it all leads back to the culty church in Daegu. So, just, that one, just uh, one of the bigger, bigger name ones. Yeah, the Shinchonji Church. I wasn't That's, sure if I had
1: written about it or not, but.
0: Yeah, the Shincheonji church has been known to be the wheel, the weird culty church. Um their leader is actually one of the reasons why our COVID spread has been so bad because he has literally told people that God will heal you so you don't have to worry about the masks. Um he's also said that if um our president was reelected um he would not our president in america but like if korea's president was re-elected he'd like like he'd push against it and most recently he said that if he didn't get an apology that he would kill himself wow drama queen exactly i would be like do it Jesus. bitch
2: i know I, I, i'd like <laughs> to see you try. roxy that was what
0: half the comments online were about We're like okay amped Look, I don't want to promote anybody
1: committing suicide, but for God's sake, he's obviously just being a drama queen, so if he's going to threaten it, then, like, call his bluff.
2: It kind of sounds familiar to, like, some of the things that are going down here in the States in regards to COVID, too, about some of the churches, too. So I'm just like, okay.
1: Well, see, that's where my issue with religion comes into play. I think it's a good thing if it's, like, a personal experience, um, or it can be a good thing if it's a personal experience. But if you have a crazy person standing in front of a mass group of people telling them things that is going to make their life bad or affect other people, then we have a major problem.
2: Speaking of influence on other people, you also wrote in your article that it there was actually like some cult influence on people of higher positions. Especially the former president of South Korea. Um, oh yeah, and-
0: the, the president with the blacklist and listening to the crazy person. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so most of these cults, uh, they make a ton of money, which is also another big red flag because where are they getting the money, right? Always think about that before you give money to things. Why do they have so much of it? Uh, the reason is that these really, really big major cults in Korea have their hand, not just in government, but in the corporate world. Um, so they often run some of the biggest corporations in the country, and that's why they have the ability to do what they do. Uh, this specifically was like a huge deal a few years ago um, before, I believe it was Korea's most recent president, was elected in um, the former president Park Geun-hye, who is actually she's the daughter of um, one of the old presidents in the '70s, that was a really big deal, and I'm blanking on his name. But yeah, so she was basically being completely controlled by a woman named uh, Choi soon uh, who was the daughter of the late major cult leader uh, Choi Tae-min um, and his successor. Uh, in this cult. I don't remember if they ever released the name of it, Um, but this woman was so tied to the president that she was sitting in on government affairs and making decisions about the country despite not having any official position in the government. Um, And the former president allowed her to do all of these things and received certain benefits for it, And it really just sort of showed, like, the major corruption problem and just how deep these cults are actually ingrained in Korean society. And if I remember correctly, a lot of people really lost it.
0: I still see some of the kickbacks from... The the devout followers of the former president. Um, even because I was here during Korea's election, and you would see people saying that like Moon Jae in is not a legitimate president, like he shouldn't be in office. And I'm like, hmm, where have I heard that before? Um, uh, why not? He was elected. Right. And he was reelected. So I'm just, hmm. But as an American, I'm like, hmm, but where have I heard that before? Especially recently. But there are, like, still tons of, like, radical followers of, like, the cults and Park geun And, Hay, and it, it's still crazy. Were they both put in jail? I know that uh, Park geun was. was. Uh, her culty leader?
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. Because, I mean, you know, if they own the money, they can get out of just about anything.
0: Yeah, and the government is very, the churches have a lot of sway in this country.
1: Yeah, and I know Korea, at least the youth of Korea, is pretty good about getting out and protesting, Um, but there's definitely, you know, after studying some of, not just Korea's history, but their um, structure of capitalism, there tends to be a lot of uh, issues with government intertwining with corporations and churches and stuff and it is not it's not a good time so like if you meet a person that romanticizes korea they definitely have not really done their research
0: yeah definitely once once you realize all of the, the fucked up shit that does happen you're like hmm korea is just as messed up as every other country in the world no country is perfect
1: yeah, that's why. But I mean, that's how you can tell who is a Korea boo for realsies is somebody that's like, oh my God, I have to move to Korea because it's just such a great place. It's so much better than the United States. I'm like, homie, it's not. All of us are fucked up.
0: As someone who lives here, I applaud Korea in their tactics that they have used to keep COVID under wraps, but it's still not that good. Like, we're still climbing in numbers. We're back over the 200 mark again. And for our. For people like, oh, it's just 200 cases a day. I'm like, um, we're the size of Rhode Island.
1: Right. There's a lot, (laughs) at least compared to the United States, the
0: population's a lot lower. So like I was panicking when it was touching a hundred because Korea will lock itself back down again. And I enjoy being able to travel.
2: As somebody who's currently locked down again. Um, yeah, like that, that number matters. It definitely matters
0: a big thing i wanted to like point out that it was found recently so if you look up like cults in korea um on google of some of the news and like articles that come out it talks about how young women are easy targets for these churches um the shincheonji daegu uh, like sect of their cult has mostly women in their 20s and that's who most of the people who caught the virus was in that first wave. So, like, to me, I wonder why young women are more drawn to these cults than young men. I mean, it's, it's
1: generalized, um, at least, but women tend to be more um, collaborative uh, and want to, you know, uh, be grouped and have, like, a sort of support system but that is obviously just like a you know major generalization it could be you know at least in america um people that form cults and who they target is always somebody that's emotionally vulnerable so it tends to be young girls also um who had a really bad family life um and who have sort of been left to their own devices so they're they're looking for a family really um and then on top of that drug use at least in the American cults, um, helps keep people under control, but it's really anybody that's looking for somebody to look up to. Um, and I just wonder if that's also the case for that church, because, you know, Christianity in general, at least on the surface, preaches acceptance and finding the light of God or Jesus or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not Christian, but, you know, it's, they have nice words and it's easy to fall for nice words if you're in a very bad place.
2: A lot of incentives as well. Like if you come to us, this will be the end result. I feel like is a lot of things, like a sense of belonging, like you were mentioning, Roxy, is like, I think that's why a lot of women are targeted because it is a vulnerable space and then they just want to be who they want to be to an extent. And so they'll try to have some sort of incentive. Like if you join us, you'll feel this gratification, sort of in some way that's what my like what I think of it whenever I see these younger women getting like you know caught up in it and now they're following it it's just that sort of mentality
0: though like anytime I like think of cults down in Korea I'm just like they're the ones trying to lure me into doing things I don't want to do they usually interrupt me at the worst times
1: I mean, that's good because at least you're on your guard. And I think that it's something that every person, every foreigner that wants to visit should be aware of is that you really should not trust your surroundings at all. Um, And be especially be extra careful um, if people are approaching you. And even if they're like, oh my God, let's be friends. It's like, there's probably a hidden motive here. And maybe it's because I'm just a cynical bitch. But like, if somebody came up to me Like they did to you, Amber, in the supermarket. And it was like, let's be friends. I'd be like, who are you? Leave me alone. Um,
0: Literally, that's me now after two years. I'm just like, yeah, I want more Korean friends, but I don't want you. Like, I know you up to something. Not even Tinder is safe these days. Oh, no. I have heard
1: stories about how terrible the Korean men are on dating apps over there.
0: (laughs) Especially about foreigners. We can have a whole other episode for that because I got stories and I can show you the horrible screenshots of Korean Tinder.
1: That would be definitely something interesting to dive into. Uh, but yeah, also, sort of staying on the cult topic, but moving a little bit to, in a different direction. Um, if you do Google, like just cults in general, not looking at a specific area, um, one of the biggest search options is going to be. Um, the Unification Church in Korea, which was founded in the 1950s. um, And all of the followers are known as Moonies. Do you guys know about them?
2: No. I've never even heard of this. Like, I personally, like, don't... Nah, me neither. Don't dive into these sort of things. So, yeah. Educate us, please. So, the... uh,
1: interesting thing, the thing that made people pay attention to the Moonies was that um, the leader Moon Moon Sun Myung Myung, fucking (laughs) Moon Sun Myung um, often did these mass arranged marriages. So the Unification Church has 3 million followers worldwide um, and they would hold these quote-unquote wedding ceremonies where They would put together a bride and a groom that had never met before, um, and they would marry them. And there's just videos of these, like, they would take people from all over the world and put them together, and people were freaked out by it because, I mean, the concept of marrying a person that you've never met is terrifying as it is, so it seems like a disaster waiting to happen.
2: If only you could see the look on my face right now, I'm like, what the hell? heck
0: is going on the idea of marriage terrifies me so that mm, hard pass yeah so that
1: sort of the fact that so many people went along with that without questioning sort of made that church synonymous with like brainwashed worshipers essentially because he said you're doing this and they're like okay even though it's like a the worst idea on the planet Another fun one. Uh, It's not fun, no. It's actually the worst thing in the world. Um, The Salvation Sect uh, is another church that became fairly famous in 2014 because of the Sewol Ferry incident. So for those who don't know what that is, um, if you listen to K-pop or pay any attention to Korean media whatsoever, they always do a tribute to the Sewol Ferry accident uh, once a year, but it was a situation in 2014 where, uh, one of these ferries, uh, malfunctioned and killed 300 people. And it turns out that the leader of Salvation Sect, uh, Yoo byung uh, was, ran the firm that operated this ferry. So he was responsible for this accident, um, due to negligence, essentially, um, and corruption, all of that anything that sort of caused the incident to happen uh, and he actually was on the run from authorities because they charged him for corruption and negligence uh, and I believe they found him dead where was that
2: just so for some backstory most of the people who died on that ferry accident were students and until the state
0: graduated high school last year
2: Mm-hmm. And for the record, there are still bodies that are not found till this day like they they couldn't find a good chunk of people and they're they're there somewhere, and you know, rest in peace to all those who have lost their lives to this. It's just so messed up, and this is why this particular accident is so big and memorable because of what had happened. And I think a few of the other like um, people that were under this dude's following, they they also ended up turning themselves in or something like that, right? They admitted to it all like in terms of what happened, at least, that's what I remember, I I can't be too sure. It's just really, it's
1: another example of how, like, deeply ingrained these religious cults are in, in their society. It's, they have a hand in the presidency, they are involved in this corporation that gets people killed because they don't feel like updating their safety standards. It's absolutely crazy.
2: Lesson learned. If you're feeling stranger danger from anybody, whether you're in your own home or abroad somewhere... It's Your gut is most likely right, and please avoid.
1: Yeah. One more thing that I wanted to add to this, because, you know, I have on multiple occasions talked about the drama Save Me. Uh, I did last time on uh, the Halloween episode, but that was, it's a drama about a uh, violent religious cult. Um, And one example that they use in that is something that a lot of these churches, quote-unquote, have come under fire for, um, which is their their method of healing so um, videos have popped up of some of the bigger cults where like the the pastor is the person in front screaming um, performing exorcisms is actually like beating the the person that is supposed to be healed and that's supposed to get rid of the demon or something and people have actually died from these beatings um, and from not seeking medical treatment for issues because they're told that God is going to heal them, that kind of thing. That's kind of universal, I would say for cults, um, just because in America too, when you talk about them, um, there's often a megalomaniac leader that abuses people. So that is still something that does come into play in these churches um, and yeah,
0: it's, a, it's wild time. This is probably gonna come completely at a left turn, but for those not familiar with K-pop, some might say that K pop fans are part of a cult. Oh yes. I see definitely see that go around.
2: The
1: thing about <laughs> the thing about cults is that like what's so dangerous about a cult is um the loss of a person's individuality and the prevalence of groupthink. So It's not necessarily super far off the mark to say that.
0: I mean, y'all can come at me, but literally, I'm sorry, new BTS fans, but every time I think about y'all, it makes me think of like I'm looking at a cult because one thing happens and you all just like go as piranhas. The
1: thing that can be scary about that is that people will attack another person, especially online, without sufficient evidence. So like people going and doxing someone because they said something they don't like is very not okay and does have a very cult-like mentality. And people just kind of refuse to accept that fact.
0: I've always and, said if the government wanted to make um these k pop idols parrot like political ideology, the world would be done for. That's true, because
1: There are people that believe these idols no matter what they see. I mean, look at the Big Bang member that we all hate. There are still people that support him, even after all the evidence has come out of what he's done. It doesn't matter. They still say that he's innocent. And it's that kind of dangerous inability to um, discern between your view of a person and what's actually reality that, causes these things to become so prevalent and to explode in the way that they do.
0: Like, I was thinking about how, um, like, recently, Himchan, uh, the former BAP member, uh, he was in a drunk driving incident, and how people were saying, like, saying that like it was okay that they still loved him and it's okay because they he's their him chan and that he just needs to learn when this boy has been doing enough shit to get his own ass in trouble and yeah all these people are like it's fine it's okay yeah will it be okay when he kills a child
2: right or it's just like thankfully no one got hurt but like it's not okay he did something. He broke the law in that sense. It's not okay. And if anything, it's just, like, a part, part of me was, like, okay, like, so he did this. This is very disappointing. Please
0: get help. Please. Just please get help. And that's coming from two babies. Like, we both love BAP with a passion, Jay and I. And we're just, like, for the love of God, him, John, figure your shit out.
1: And like your idol is not always going to be a good person. There are people in the industry that are bad people. And rather than being in denial about it, you should really face the fact that that's what is
0: true and move on. If you get a chance to talk to people who have met these idols, I guarantee there are some stories.
1: I mean, I have a sort of same example. Um, This year, I feel like 2020 has been the year of like exposing pedophiles on the internet. Um, But I am fairly involved in, um, you know, YouTuber communities. And um, a few years ago, one of my favorite YouTubers, he was my favorite for a long time, um, sexual assault allegations came out about him and there was plenty of evidence to back it up. And like realizing that that you adore somebody that is so bad that does bad things um it's very difficult wait wait who
0: uh toby turner is it a good thing i don't know who he is tobuscus i I don't know who he is either (laughs) he was one of like the og youtubers ah
2: okay um but yeah I mean, there there's been a lot of other YouTubers who have there isn't there one who's already convicted for like uh he, he messed with the minor.
1: Was that Cryotic I mean, came out recently? He was talking to minors.
0: And then we all know oh oh Onisan Onision On- Yeah, that guy.
1: Yeah, Onision is garbage pile human. He should probably be eradicated. He's the worst kind of person. But it's not, not being able to digest that sort of information and remaining in denial about it is really what would be the downfall of society. Because if we can't hold the people that we look up to accountable for their actions, then we really have nothing.
2: Correct. Like, like, I think that's like, even if you look at the term idol, right? Right idol idolization you put these people on a pedestal so i sometimes it's just like it's a love-hate relationship with the term k-pop idol because the it creates that idol like idealization and of these people and they're they're normal human beings when they're not on stage you know they are just like any other person Except they are just a little bit, like, they're not above everybody, you know? They're doing their job, and they're doing the things that they're passionate about. But that doesn't mean, you know, you should give up your entire being to dedicate yourself to these things, you know? So that's why it's like, yeah, it it borders that line of almost being a cult when you're in K-pop, because it's, yee. It's it's you get what I'm trying to
1: say, right? That's what, because cult leaders are looked at as a messiah, right? They are like the second coming of Jesus. They are channeling God. Um, You know, what idolizing your idols is a small scale in comparison. But as soon as, I mean, it could, it could move to that real quick because if you can't, accept a person's flaws um, and if you say that they're perfect they could do nothing wrong then you are feeding into a monster (laughs) because power goes to people's heads and when people get too much power they no longer care about anything else but keeping that power and that's what happens to these cult leaders they are sociopaths they're psychopaths they just want control um, and they just want you know to make people obey them so you know it can escalate very quickly and not holding people accountable for being shitty is how monsters are formed really
0: i mean if you look how these people talk about k-pop idols on social media these days um there's like a line and they're getting awfully close to it
1: yeah, we haven't quite crossed that line yet, but uh, it is—it's is definitely being towed, and it is scary. It's not good.
0: And people wonder why people like the former Big Bang member that we don't like felt that it was okay that he could get away with those behaviors.
1: Well, also, people—the people that tend to be bad—just think that anyway. They think they'll find a way out of it. Um, The point is just not giving them the excuse to do so. And not, you know, allowing your perception to blind you from what is true. Which is something that you have to be conscious about. A lot of people don't want to take the
2: time to be conscious about it. I want to preface by saying not every K-pop idol fan is like this. You know, there's just a good chunk that it's just like this is very questionable I don't know about this one just almost they're crossing that line it's just like remember to take yourself back and be like wait you know hold on let me ground myself just a little bit remember like these are people and yes we are fans we appreciate them we love what they do but they are not the end all be all please as
1: long as most of us are rational human beings, and I think we are, I just think that the internet is full of hyperbole and they're the loudest. It's a pretty heavy topic, but I find, I find um, cult situations to be very, very interesting. But I'm also the type of bitch that watches like murder mysteries all the time, um, to the point where sometimes I fear one of these things is happening to me. Like watching Corpse Husband's scary stories
0: I don't know how you could watch that, Jesus Christ. I look at the thumbnail, I'm like, nope. I, I love his scary stories, okay? <laughs> I can, you see, you two, I, I can't do scary. I'm only here for his voice, because he has a really nice,
2: soothing voice.
1: We love Corpse Husband in this house that's not we K-pop do. related, but I don't care.
2: We do. I just can't watch his scary stuff, because I'm too big of a wuss.
1: Watch his Among Us playthroughs instead. Those I do.
0: Best. <laughs> to be honest, that's all I do. That And listen to his music. When he giggles, when he failed his card swipe 30 times, that, that oh was the
1: best. Oh, God. You girl, my heart did the explode. <laughs> I, I can't.
2: <laughs> and look, okay, can we also just preface by saying we are not experts in cults. This is just something we've looked into. The, in no way are we like the authority on cults. Okay, this is just we want to just put that out there for the podcast because it was just a topic <laughs> for this week, and we wanted to just explore into it a little bit more.
0: Just- the girl does Penny. do research,
1: though. I yes. have articles to back it up. So if yes. anybody wants
2: those, I got them.
0: I mean, Jade, we're 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 never experts about anything we talk about no, on this we're podcast.
2: Not. We're not, but. J- you know,
0: some people like to twist things, so just putting it out there. I mean, if if they got a big enough beef to deal with three ladies hosting a K pop podcast, I hope they have have better things to do with their life.
1: They got bigger problems they're not dealing with, to be honest. If they have to start beef with us.
2: moving on (laughs) (laughs) but with that
1: um let's get into our uh rookie group of the week this week um (coughs) damn it (coughs) i'm talking too much i have to keep coughing all right so um our underrated artist this week is the new group checkmates for those of you that are not familiar with checkmates Um, They have just recently debuted uh, back in September, and they are a new uh, co-ed group. So they are the first, I believe, the first co-ed group to debut since CARD. Uh, If not, I have not heard any publicity for any others. But yep, they are a new group under Grace Company, um, and they have five members, three boys, two girls, Uh, And they debuted on September 21st with the single drum. So how did you guys feel about the song?
0: I'm going to be honest. it, It felt like they were trying to do card sound without being card. The song was okay, in my opinion. It wasn't like,
2: wow, you know, like this is a stellar debut that has really impressed me. It was okay. I think their visuals and how they looked in the music video are more appealing to me and more memorable rather than the song itself, if you get what I mean.
1: Yeah, um, I did the debut coverage for them. And to be honest, the song, like, it's not bad, but like, I didn't really like it that much. You know what I mean? There's some songs that hit you immediately and you're like, this is my shit. And... It- Definitely didn't give me that vibe.
2: I think for me, it's like, I think they're just missing like a deeper voice to balance out their vocals. I mean, they're all good. Don't get me wrong. They're all good. I think it's just like, it it's so all on the same level of terms of tone and sound in their vocals that I'm just like, I need something to offset it just a little bit and have that grittier deeper sound that will make it I think like they would pop more as a group
1: now that you mentioned that not to like compare everything to card but I mean card is probably the most successful co-ed group that has you know been on the scene but um you know that makes me think of there's a very very clear contrast in tone uh between the boys and the girls so the girls have the higher uh higher register and BM and JSEF have very low voices that they rap with and that definitely does make it feel more cohesive and in this case um at least for this song I don't know um you know what the actual register is for the guys in the group. Um but that really you know it was kind of all
0: it was hard to tell, you know, who was singing really I agree. I was that's what made it hard for me to really get into it. Like, yeah, they're pretty the visuals are cool. But, like, the musicality of it all, it's – honestly, I can't believe I said this. They could pass as an all-girl or all-guy group if you're not watching the music video. There is one member that
1: I could not tell. Like, it was – is androgynous a bad word to say right now? Because I'm not sure. No. Yeah, he he felt very androgynous, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I thought it was interesting, but, like, on first glance, I couldn't really tell, um, you know i 'm sure that was like a uh, they made a conscious choice to do that for the group, but it 's true when you listen to the song it 's very difficult to tell the difference between the female vocals and the male vocals
0: they really don 't have enough for us to give them a proper like judgment you know
1: yeah since it 's only it 's literally one song um, they didn 't have like any b sides or whatever on the single. And they are from a smaller company as well. So, um, you know, it's kind of hard to get content to make like a, a solid decision.
2: I do hope though, in their future releases that it's like, give us more the, like give us two songs even for their next release. Give us something that's very high energy and give us something that's more like r b mellow. That way we get to see more of a color from this group. That way, we can formulate more of an opinion as of right now because we do only have this song. It, it's a they're a wild card for me. No pun intended for card. Um, but uh it's kind of like it's up in the air to see exactly what are they gonna bring to the table. There is promise though, and because they are a co-ed group and we don't get to see them often, I am excited to see what they're gonna do as a co-ed. Go ahead. co-ed. my goodness, group.
0: I am just going to say pass because I, I think it's unfair for me to judge them on their one song because if I were to judge them on this one song, it wouldn't be as fair. So I'm going to table them until I have more to go off on.
1: That's fair. I agree with that too. I, I really like the idea of co-ed groups, so I do kind of want to see more,
2: um, but, you know. um, In regards to what we're talking about, just be careful. Be mindful of the things that you're seeing go around. There there could be a lot of underlying meanings to it, and just be safe. Just be safe.
0: Wash your hands.
2: Wear your mask. Please. The cases are dr- uh going up again. And I'm like, please, please stay inside, please. I don't want my cream barbecue to be
1: taken away from me again. I don't think I can do that twice in one year. Yep. Everybody, uh, the holidays are coming up. So, uh, keep an eye out on our store. We may have some specials, uh, going up for, uh, some of our, uh, end of the year stock. Um, and it could be a great gift for Christmas, uh, for your favorite K-pop fans. So, um, and as always, uh, we post every day on our website, uh, check out our social media to keep up to date with everything that we've got going on, and yeah, I think that's all we have for this week, so this has been the Cast and we will see you all next week.